Hello, I'm John Ryan. And I'm J.D. Orr, and this is the the Standard is the Standard USA Team Handball Podcast. The Standard is the Standard. Huh. I'm not sure I where. Who, I forget where that quote's from, but uh, was, uh, one of the, there was some coach in a post-interview said, the Standard is the Standard. So that was all, he got mocked for it, so. What was the what was the context? Uh, it had something to do with just the quality of the program, or it had to have been a college coach. Then, um, you know, just talking about expectations of. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll only Google it here now. You got me. Now you're questioning <laughs> well, I mean, my. It reminds me a little bit like of uh, military uh, fitness tests. You know, it's like you got to run it in this this amount of time. We're not. Uh, oh, I know what it is. It's the the motto of the Steelers. That's what it's on the uh, it's on the wall in the Steelers locker room. The standard is the standard. Okay. It's Mike Tomlin's mindset. So I tell you, he, he uh, certainly has been a standard of of, of consistency. You know, was it eighteen win seasons or something? Yeah, it's just that's just incredible. And especially yeah, without not, Roethlisberger. Yeah, yeah. I mean. And, and Roethlisberger was good, but he is no he's he's no Tom Brady. <laughs> agreed, agreed. He's just a big fat Ohio guy. So, and, you know, I've I've sometimes if uh, you know people talk about Nikola Karabatic, I've I've said that if he had if he had grown up in the U.S., he would have been an NFL quarterback. And uh, yeah, he fits a he, Joe Flacco kind of vibe. He, he would have been Ben Roethlisberger, except could run he, he, yeah. he probably been like uh josh allen yeah true I, true 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 I, you know i you know they, you got all these quarterbacks thinking they could they could they could be handball players well i'm telling you that having seen him play as many times i think he could he could uh he could excel yep. <laughs> he's a smart guy too that's, that's something that they don't really talk about he like passed the the back in uh, France at like at age 16 or something like that. They have like a test for graduation, I guess. But Okay. We'll have, we'll have a carbotic dedicated podcast when we get up to the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. And a crossover athlete uh, debate as well. So. Um, well, you tell me what's, what's the, what's the topic? So, gonna... you know, John, John and I started talking a little bit about, uh, you know, just, what expectations, uh, hence my, you know, motto for this podcast episode of what we should expect from our leadership and, and those that are engaged with, with organizations as advocates for our sport, as well as premier athletes and people that are, are paving the way. So we've had a, I think a very good run. Uh, I'll start off with a good example of Captain America uh, as a prime, you know, sets the tone of what's to be expected model citizen on and off the court. Um, but then we've had some interesting cases of some other individuals throughout the years that uh, have left some room for question. And so I think we're going to talk a little bit about what the, you know, what we should be expecting from people leading the organization, both on and off the court. Uh, should I go through the list? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's fine with me. All right. So, Here's a list of things that have happened over the years, uh, maybe recently, maybe further away, and we're not going to mention names, um, but 
they're all examples of things that people have done, either beliefs they've had or things that they have in some way shown affiliation for. And uh, here's a here's a list of them. Um, uh, attending a porn movie award show. Describing oneself on social media as a porn star. Uh, we've had multiple cases of social media or actions that indicate uh, either anti-Jewishness or anti-Israel. Those are slightly the those are significantly different things depending on who yeah. you talk to. Um, uh, we've had national anthem protests. Uh, nobody took a knee, but there was a, an actual protest. And then we've had people have been outspoken on different beliefs, uh, such as uh, anti-vaccination. Um, so those are all other examples. Did, did I miss any? Is there any other ones that you, you'd add to that list? I, I don't know off the top of my head. I know those are some of the, the heavy hitters. There's... I'm sure some laundry lists of other lower level criminal activities um, as well, uh, somewhere along the lines. But um, I think, you know, in today's day and age of uh, social media, it really is a much more difficult seed to navigate as far as keeping social everybody. Media. Social media amplifies it. Yes. Yes. You know, I well, back in the day, somebody might have had, had some opinions and, and stated them, um, but it did not. Uh, it did not get exposed to the entire world unless you were somebody pretty famous. Um, so that that was a uh, a little bit of a uh, of a difference uh, in in terms of how things happened back yeah. back in the day. And and these were examples. Of some of our athletes, some of them were administrators. Some board members, it, it, they're all uh, different roles within different roles, you know, but it, it's it's kind of a difficult situation. I wouldn't say difficult, but it's a it's a situation where everybody has a private life and everybody has if not everybody has a public life. But if you are a representative of USA Team Handball, um you have a public face. Um, if if you have some sort of official capacity, um, yep. that it changes what. Well, it, it it changes what you might say on your own accord, and it changes what you you might say, you know, by whatever rules that we have in place. If there are rules, you know, so. Well, you bring up a bring up a good point, and I will I'll go in a little bit of a diatribe on uh, uh, you know the national anthem protests that were were all rage you know a few years ago, um, and uh, everybody's got different thoughts thoughts regarding those, and uh, for me personally, it was kind of a strange situation because I was. Um, sympathetic to the uh, 
you know, the positions of Colin Kaepernick and uh, yep. and the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and um, you know, I don't have we ever talked politics, you and me, JD? No, I don't. I don't think so. And, and I mean, occasionally on social media, I'll get into a little bit of a, a political spat with people. Have you seen any of mine? No, I I don't think so. I, I feel like you and I are probably on different ends of the spectrum, but I, I at the end of the day, so, I so don't enough, think enough I... to know that you that I'm I, I would I would classify myself as someone who is left of center. Um, which that's right. I would have I would have put you. So I think that's a. But but if you just if you just saw my biography, you would probably guess that I would be right of center. I think yeah, from where you're from and you know military background and you know that's yeah. I, I can I can I can on some authority state that I have more liberal than ninety five percent of the people in the United States military, um, and uh, you know what that's fine. Yeah. I don't don't you know, a lot of people are confused. Sometimes they think the U.S. military is one big bastion behemoth of ultra conservatism, and I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. Correct. Right. <laughs> um, but that that being said, uh, I had I had a real hard time with the national anthem protests, and um, yeah, I. I it, you know, that was really, really, it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I, I guess I don't know Greg Popovich very well. Um, we, we went to the same institution and he's sometimes made some comments that might be considered left of center, I think. Um, he wasn't kneeling during the national anthem. No way, no how. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time believing any Air Force Academy graduate could could kneel during the national anthem. So um, I had some pretty strong feelings about that, um, which might run might run counter my politics. But um, if you're on the U.S. national team and not to stand during the yep. national anthem, that it's one thing if you're like a San Antonio Spur, but to me that was just uh, it was just really hard for me to the stomach, you know, that people were actually considering that during the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's a whole you know topic of it's it comes in waves, and and I think other countries you know they have I don't want to say more turmoil uh, than the U.S. I'm not trying to downplay anything um but uh they will stand against i think their leaders in many different ways and this was a, a path that started and it's kind of continued on um and i don't know that there's it's probably going to be brought up and and continued i i, I would think it's kind of calm, i don't want to say it's calmed down but um i don't know if there's another i'm trying to think of a better outlet for for people that are trying to you know make a make a stand make well in this case not make a stand but make a stance on uh really you know expressing their their feelings towards in this case yeah. the greater u.s government yeah and, and and i guess i guess that was you know kind of the ruth bader ginsburg philosophy too another person i think who's left the center who, who 
famously said that, you know, you know, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick is has a right to protest that way. It's just stupid. <laughs> so you and I are going to agree on this topic. We might not agree on all topics. Yeah. But um, th this is a case where USA Team Handball actually came out with some rules very specific oh. to the national anthem. They changed the code of conduct quietly in in the uh, – you know, the back reaches of the website yeah. and what athletes had to sign. Um, and it was uh, directly related to a, what was really a, a pretty mild protest. But uh, we do have some rules that have to be followed, but it's kind of tough to make a rule for every possible situation. Situ situation. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's where, like, it just goes back to just uh, figuring out what that standard is and, you know, how we should be, you know, conducting ourselves. And um, I think the other piece, kind of what we're getting at, is that people that have, a, you know, a voice and, and representation, that it's going to carry a lot further than, than the smaller individuals that don't really say much or do anything. And I think it comes as a you know, blessing and a curse here as we try to grow our sport, we need to have faces to identify with, you know, and I think that that's something that is really hard because people think of handball, they don't, there's not a Tom Brady, there's not a LeBron, Michael Jordan, there's not a face that in the U.S. that even from the people that play handball, if I went to, you know, some random kids um, on our Iowa State team, I said, hey, name somebody on the U.S. national team. I'm, I'm not confident that they could and that's no knock on any one of our guys that are on the national team and i i make sure that our guys watches any of our national team games when they play and they're 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 publicized but uh it's just one of those things that unless you're actively following and do a deep dive you're not going to really know any of these guys we don't do any player spotlights we don't do interviews we don't you know really get the word out and outside of you there's not really anyone talking about you know even like when we talk about the the training camp there's guys at that camp that we, that you and I couldn't identify, which, you know, what does that say about the rest of our, our followers and listeners? Yeah. I, 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 going a little bit off. Not a off tangent. Topic there. Yeah, a, a little bit tangent, you know, but it's, it's a valid point. Um, and I can tell you one thing. If you want to make a name for yourself and you do something controversial as a U.S. Yeah, yeah national athlete it it's possible to do that you know there especially a platform you know if you want to get handball on the news i mean take take the national anthem in los angeles yeah. or something that would that would uh, make the news or um now look at what bikini bottom gate did you know for handball i mean i'm still seeing tweets about that coming up and it's been over well over a year biggest, now and the biggest story in the history of handball in the united states and most people still think it's volleyball so that's most no, it's, like look at this norwegian volleyball team like, that's uh, a, a, it's understandable i mean you know it's i guess to to try and and, and reach back to topic you know, we had you have like a if you're an athlete or administrator or a board member you have 
you have some rules. There's there's a conduct that people have to have to have to sign. I'm not maybe I should have pulled that out and dug up on dug it up on the website to to see what it was. Um, but I think I think beyond the code of conduct, there are there are other expectations on yep. on 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 what you do. And this, this is something that even when I was working for USA Team Handball as a low level person, I was like, well. I guess I can't. I can't go on handball Twitter and get too antagonistic about up. this yeah, topic. It's exactly. not. It's not my position. Not my. Uh, not my role. Um, Which and, you know, it's uh, one of those things. You look at how some institutions handle their social media. You have the. I don't know if it, they'll go on different shifts, but there are just like the the trolls. You know the the fast food. I would say social media situations they're usually going after people and making a lot of funny jokes and you know they're they're quick-witted and very easily backing things up but we're an ngp a an institution of the usopc and so we can't necessarily uh you know always play in that space and that's got to be very you know positive typically and and lighthearted. so um it's where it's gotta it's it's tough to teach someone how to, to play in that space. I think with, with few exceptions, anybody in a position of whether it be a business or governmental organization, um, they, they're, they're pretty quiet on social media or if yep. it is, it's very, uh, saccharine and, uh, benign. Yep. Um, just stating the clear just, facts of, you know, you know, it's it's uh, it's 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 not the case to be provocative. And when when people in a position of authority are provocative, it it can really uh, it can really suck all the oxygen out of uh, of everything. I mean, yeah, take, take a look at Elon Musk. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I don't see I don't see anything from, uh, you know, the leader of. I don't see much from uh, Zuckerberg. I don't see much from, uh, I can't think of the Apple, Tim. Bezos Tim, or uh, Tim Woods. Bezos not Tim is, Woods. is another yeah. thing. Um, you know, it's very, it's, it's the, it's the exception rather than the rule. And, and, and really the only people that can get away with it are people that are like, have some unique place in the zeitgeist, I think, or have so much money. Like, yeah, like, like, like Trump, Musk, you know, just yeah. must said, you know, fuck you. I don't want your money yep. advertisers. I mean, yep. um, that's that's the exception uh, rather than the rule. And I don't think anybody in our team handball community has that kind no. of <laughs> uh, cloud and power. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Far from and, it. <laughs> far from it. And, you know, we, we discussed whether to even talk about this. And as I was saying, we're being kind of generic about it. When when I saw things that I thought were bad or, or an issue, I was like, oh, wow. Do I just, do I just turn a blind eye? Um, you know, I... It, Generally, I generally I passed it on to whoever at UCA USA team handball was in charge and said, Hey, just to be aware. Just an FYI. Yep. Just an FYI. And 
they thank they, you know, of course they all thank me for not publicizing it, it immediately yeah. just yeah. to like get yeah. links and clicks that that didn't actually happen but you know, no nobody thanked me but right um <laughs> be clear there there are nice multiple thought. times where i could have like blown something way out of proportion but instead i said okay pass this on oh, yeah. them, yep. let them take we've care of it let the proper so channels i mean on the back here we've had we've had assaults at you know usctmml sanctioned tournaments um with key members of the community we've had um you know verbal and other different abuses that have gone on that have been filed appropriately with us to handle to you know the different usopc channels and things like that and it's i don't want to say it's been brushed under the rug uh, but to your point it's been kept to the people that need to know no kind of thing so yeah well i mean what what do you think let's say you're a national team athlete you've got uh you've got uh, beliefs political concerns what do you think should be required you know, in terms of conduct and what, what should most people just do because it's the smart thing to do? Um, or yeah, it's, it's tough. It's a tough, the right thing to do. Question. I mean, those are, those are two different things. I, yep. It's, it's one thing to, you know, stick to your beliefs and I'm not going to tell anybody to change their beliefs or stop, you know, promoting uh, what they believe in and things like that. Um, it's another thing to use the leverage, maybe sometimes uh, to your point about trying to get some, some PR and whether good, bad, ugly, uh, that's a different, different conversation uh, entirely. And I'm one to be on the side of trying to obviously get the word out about Ample. So um, I, I think I get a little frustrated uh, to my point earlier with, you know, a lot of our national team members and even just players in our club community about, you know, I make it a point to myself every single day to tell someone new about handball. Um, and so that's become my, you know, belief system. Uh, but to have someone else use, you know, the national team as a catapult to try to promote themselves on some other entities, that's, it's tough. Uh, I don't know that it even gets you anywhere, really. Uh, it probably just gets a lot of negative comments, uh, I would think. Yeah, so it's not really – I don't really tarnish it, but I think what U.S. Jim Hamble and the, the organizing whatever entity needs to be very clear that, you know, we're here to talk about Hamble. We are not going to make a you know political stance on X, Y, Z, and I think that that's where it, it can stand because then you can have your athletes, I don't want to say going off the deep end, but – there's at least some less of a blowback maybe. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, it's not a simple, you know, black and white. Right. It's very gray. You can't tell people not to have opinions for sure. And I don't know how much to, you can tell people that say, you know, shut up and dribble. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know how, uh, how codified, you know, that can be. Um, but I think also there's a place for, you know, discussion about, you know, judicious, you know, like saying, hey, you know, you are a public person now. And, you know, for and for some people, this is, this is meaningless to them. They, 
Yeah. Their their social media, their platform is talking about their yes. college, their favorite teams, the latest dunk. But uh, you know, other people have political views and, and beliefs, and um, it's 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 something that um, I think I think it should be talked about on an official capacity and a unofficial capacity of hey, you know, this is um, you know, handball's not the biggest war sport in the world but you are somebody and you are representing uh your country yeah we don't want to bury ourselves before we even get off the ground is the the hard part so you know it's that negative connotation as the first impression is is tough um and that's where i want i want as many people to have a positive view of handball as possible and so i don't want it to be seen as oh here's this guy, here's this lady, here's this person that they, you know, have this hardcore stance on whatever it may be, or they're a former of this, you know, or they've done this in their past. And it's like, all right, you know, it, it got some clicks and things like that, but we need it to be in a positive direction. And I, it, to your point, it's, it's impossible <laughs> to really try to, you know, I, I guess, I guess, I, you know, maybe try and wrap a bow on this, you know, Sports are often seen as the as the one thing in our society where everybody you know sit around the TV and watch and, and they're talking about the the Bills Chiefs game you know forty million people watched it which is like a unheard of number in in today's world and it's it's something where it's it's the uniter yep <laughs> nobody nobody really cares about somebody's politics and yep. what they do for a living when they're Talking on the court, talking football, yep, or talking handball, yeah, you know, and I, I think, I think that is largely true, you know, for our sport. You know, it's like I said, you and I have never had a political conversation. You know, maybe after we've had a few beers somewhere, yeah, that, that will change. But yeah, at the end of the day, unless you say something just absolutely asinine, uh, I'd still be your buddy. <laughs> yeah, and and that's one of those. I have friends that I disagree with their views entirely but we're still friends you know i don't i'm just not gonna support that that stance that they have and we go on with life and they try to convert me and i say i'm i'm cool and i'm sticking to my guns and that's how it goes but you know i'm not that's just amongst friends so it's different when it's to your point that public amplification factor and you know that's it makes things a little bit more difficult well you know it's like convincing me to be a be a Trump supporter be like convincing some people to to uh start loving handball. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> on the same level of difficulty. <laughs> like it's crazy. I have I have coworkers that I, you know, they've they've gotten so tired of handball that they have literally bought footsole shirts that they says just says hashtag footsole for that they wear on footsole Fridays just to make fun of me. <laughs> They're on the company survey about what you'd like to see at work, they put We'd like to see a pickleball court, not a handball court specifically. And I'm like, uh, I can't, can't yeah, just win. Just throwing so, shades your way. Yep. Yeah, so I've gone, I've gone on the deep end of too much handball um, on that side of things. So, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, and, and it's it's the same thing with me when I'm with my family and friends. And, you know, I I try and avoid talking about my passion. I'm actually yep. pretty good about never even bringing it up. 
and, and but the problem is that somebody else is like, oh hey John, how about that dodgeball game you play or what's that called again? You know, then it's just you you started, not me. Like I I'm trying to not go down this rabbit hole. Like uh, Oh, uh, that's 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 rough. It's every it's literally every day. And I'll have people that'll send me a text and be like, Oh, hey, that spike ball game, that's what you play, right? I'm like, no, no, nice try. They're, oh, are handball. they throwing shade or they really no, are they're you really genuinely that poor of an advocate for the sport? Genuinely, genuinely lost. So I'm like, God bless, I have failed. I you know, I had I had an uncle during the Olympics, you know, I'd say he's like one of my favorite uncles, and he he, he tweeted something about handball <laughs> and you know my brother's like going you know your nephew has played this game and is super passionate really about it, it. For yeah <laughs> how does oh, he not, how does he not yep. know that but yep that's that's the story of our life yeah. all right so, so i think we covered covered that topic pretty good we got yeah we got uh nine more minutes to talk I'm sure we've um, angered plenty of people as well. So really? I don't I don't <laughs> I, I just so. know that I've uh I've gotten calls after every episode of me, you know, this, this, this. So I will try to stay uh entertaining as well as not taking too many people off. But to your point, it's and as some people have told me it's next Boy, to some, impossible. Some people are a little bit too sensitive if they're getting ticked off. Because I don't, I would like to think that we. I, I agreed. Sure. Uh, I think you know, there's been some very finite points that have, uh, I'll, I'll, choice words, I think, is really what it comes down to. But it, it's other thing here is that, you know, we have to talk about things in order for us to, you know, if we have something to talk about, it means there's something going on, it means there's growth. And if people are, you know, debating and, and it stirs up more conversation, that's, you know, we get more people talking about the game, I think is not in a negative way, obviously. I but. embrace, believe me, I embrace debate maybe too much sometimes. Um, I will argue both sides of this point sometimes just to to try and, you know, flush, flush out my opinion on something. And to um, Belolo's point, I got to work on my hot takes to get you to you know, go back and forth on debates. So. Well, you know, I, it's a per perfect example. I had a nice conversation with Martin a while back about uh, youth handball. And um, he had missed like uh, one of the handball community talks. And, yeah. you know, I made the statement that I, I seriously doubt that, that what he and the Cal Heat people have accomplished in the, in the Bay area youth wise is, um, easily replicable. replicable. Um, I, I think it's incredible what they've done, but I, I, I have a hard time seeing how that how that's copied and and, and populated other words. And, and to Martin's to Martin's credit, he uh, he really pushed back on that. And I, why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he and I've had long long talks about it as well. About you know, JD, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? And I'm like. I'm trying to see it's all about uh what's the word empowering others. And uh right now I'm not doing a great job of empowering two it baby steps, but I've got to build my army here in Columbus as they have in San Francisco. I you know, that's that's a whole you know topic for uh, 
for a whole show, but you know, I had to kind of catch myself. I mean, I, I've thought about it quite a bit, but um, sometimes you, you start thinking something and you, you get entrenched and yep. you're, you're, you're looking at finding all the reasons why something can't be done instead of the reasons, you know, about why it could be done. And, you know, sometimes that, that uh, coming at it from that negative uh, aspect. Yeah. Yeah. That if, you, if you're coming, always coming at it from that angle, it uh, uh, really rubs people the other way that have the opposite view of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so I did, I tried to say, well, okay, you know, how, how would I, how would I do that? You know, I, how, how do I make this happen? You know, and because I've been in the in the in the in the other side where I'm like, you know, I'm always trying to figure out a way to to make it always trying to find a way to, you know, solve that problem, you know, to, to get that done instead of pointing out all the problems that that can't be solved. It's um, it's 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 a, it's the, the positive attitude can solve anything. <laughs> Um, yep. and I, I, I tend to come off as like, you know, uh, well, it is an old Saturday night live skit, you know, like one of my, one of my handball teams said, Oh, here's Debbie Downer again, you know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. always, you know, explaining why, why it can't be done, you know? So. Which was, you know, was, as you were talking there, I was thinking through, you know, different ideas that, uh, you've poo-pooed in the past and, if they've turned out and if why they haven't, why they might not, or how they ended up resulting. And that might be a good set of topics yeah. for another day. I, I like to think that anything I've poo-pooed, I've poo-pooed because of X, Y, Z, X, one, two, and three, and Y, one, two, Why, three, and four. It's a uh, I, robust, I generally uh, have a reason yeah. for my poo-pooing. <laughs> Um, one of the things you talked a little bit about the topics, you know, that Mishi recommended about things that haven't panned out. And I thought about that a little bit, but the more I thought about it, um, just about anything can be declared a success or failure if you do not ever identify what you are trying to achieve, what, what, what's the objective. We, we have done a lot of things in the handball community just to do them without really saying, okay, I see you, you want to do this. What is the expected outcomes of this? And you can pick almost anything that we have ever done. And if that hasn't been defined, you can declare success or failure based on whatever you feel like that success or failure is because you didn't yep. define it. Yep. Um, you know, I've like, had hundreds of these different ideas that have all been executed all the way to its fullest and then been just flops uh, in reality. So like most recently we did a dunk tank on, uh, on high street, which is the main thoroughfare uh, during, you know, the week uh, welcome week during the first week of campus. So it's, it was buzzing. So here I am thinking, Oh, dunk tank, people throw a handball at the dunk tank, you know, yada, yada, yada. Nope. We were like, t- they tucked us away in an offshoot alley and uh, nobody walked by. 
and it costs like I don't know three hundred dollars to rent the dunk tank for the two hours we did it. We made two hundred and I don't know fifty bucks. It was a fifty dollar loss, and it was, it was fun. It was a great time, but you know, did we convert anybody to handball? I don't know. Probably not. So. Well, you know, it's it's if 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 you if you're trying to find what you're what you're trying to accomplish, you could you could assess that. Um, yeah. You know, if you got you wanted to get ten people to sign up for the club, and they did it because of that, then you could say it was a success. Um, if you say, "Well, we just want people to kind of see it and get interested," well, you could yeah, call was, that a success. The intent was a, a fundraiser was the goal, but uh, it was, <laughs> if it was to make money. <laughs> it was to make money. It was a failure. Yeah, and and that's that's one of the funny things about sports, and that's why you see so many coaches getting fired, is um, wins and losses. You can't hide those. Nope. You know? nope. They 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 stare right at it. Um, you know, butts and seats also something very hard, very hard yep. to hide whether you have those or not. So. Um, where possible, you want to make metrics, you know, to determine whether something was a success or failure. Um, I, I look at here's another. I look at all of the uh, the youth efforts, and this is going to sound negative. You know, it's a positive thing when anytime you you show handball to people and they see it, something good can come of that. And, you know, maybe uh, some kid that's going to see a handball clinic is going to go, oh, wow. And then 15 years later, they're going to go play for Ohio State. Um, but if it's just a, to show a handball and there's nothing really set up to, you know, make it a follow-on, you know, this is where it's it's less of a success. And this is where I think Martin is actually doing something good. They have games that they play. And you know, people do it, and, yep. if you if you go to some PE class, you know, the PE instructor is gonna be like, this is awesome. I can go mess around oh, on my boy. phone while this guy does yeah. my lesson for me. Yep. So we're almost out of time here, but I that's a whole I, that's a big can of worms there that I could go on for all of my failures <laughs> for many hours. <laughs> well, like I said, a lot of times it's not nothing was accomplished. It's just maybe it wasn't worth the effort involved. Yep. But maybe for another time. For yep. J.D. Orr, I'm John Ryan. Thanks for listening.